as you rise and you know they're going with them to every ball there. This is Come On Kinds with Martin Quilty and Onya Fahey. Good evening everyone, welcome once again into the KCLR studios here in Kilkenny for Come On Kind. This is season 5, episode number 13 and we are coming to the end of the year. And I'm delighted to be joined as always by my co-host Anya Farrell. Anya, how are you? I'm good, thanks Martin, how are you? I am not too bad at all, thank you. It was a busy weekend of sport, busy weekend of camogie. We're into the Leinster Championship, there was lots of teams taking part in it, both Kilkenny and Carlo. We'll talk about yesterday's performance a little bit later on but first of all we are going to begin with Saturday and the meeting of the Rornestig and O'Moores of Leash which was played in Dr. Tierney Park in Gregnamana for the second week in a row and I'm delighted to be joined on the phone line once again by the Rornestig manager Martin Gallivan. Martin how are you good sir? Good, how are you going, Martin? How are you even? Ah, sure, we're all right. Um, I suppose you've had a little bit of time to reflect on it. It's a pity that we're not trying to look forward to a Leinster final for yourselves but unfortunately O'Moore's came down to Greg Namana at the weekend and you lost out by four points in what was a bruising very entertaining game of Camogie and I was just talking to Anya afterwards as well is it fair to say that the two games the county final and the first round in the quarter final uh, with extra time it really caught up on the team and the girls last weekend Ah, look, it is. Like, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, we're definitely disappointed. But I suppose at the start of the year, no one set out a goal. I suppose to go to go on and win Leinster. Like with the, the, the county final was it. But like, like I said to you last week, we really wanted to keep going because it would have, suppose, put it in the, the longer we were hurling, it would have been a big help for going up senior next year. But like, look, we had two extra times, but without that, sure, it was it was week six in a row going out hurling and, and look I said, the girls won't make any excuses I won't make any excuses but the legs definitely did tire a bit I suppose and showed on uh, on Saturday and the most game was a, kind of a running game is what they played so that probably didn't suit us as much you know No unfortunately it certainly didn't and they were quick and the hand passes was going to the hand very quickly and you know there was lots of quick movement coming off the shoulders as well but I mean in fairness to you girls you started very very well I mean you got the goal at the right time you were ahead coming into the second half right up to the 39th minute of the game you were still ahead Emma Cavanagh was out pulling off a fantastic save for you then as well ball went out for a 45 unfortunately though then she had to go off injured which looked like a shoulder or an arm injury her. and after that then O'Moore's just seemed to take over would that be fair? Yeah no it did look unfortunately Emma actually broke her collarbone so she did um, and so she's and she's uh, and she, look, she, she was very brave came out came out and, and met the players square on so she did but look his, um, like yeah look we, we stayed in for as long as we could Um start the crossbar then near the end as well like little, small little things like that have to go right for you <laughs> something in the day like that and, and just didn't so look we have no complaints I'm always well deserved winners but yeah of course it's disappointing we wanted to keep going but we, the girls did battle till the very very end though so look you couldn't ask for more uh, considering the couple of tough weeks after having you know yeah no they, they certainly battled alright and yeah you did rattle the crossbar couple of frees missed unfortunately down that now they were very very tough frees they were out almost on the sideline the angle wasn't the best either for us I mean they really gave everything when it came to the end of it like you say bonus territory you know you got the quarterfinals came through that got to the semi-finals defeats this year unfortunately but overall Martin it has been a good year for the Roar Nestique great year yeah, there's there's, there's um, getting like getting to a county final would be a goal. Winning it is, is, is then is really what you want to do. And look, they've done that, and uh, like it was it was a great. I thought the county final was a, an unbelievable game to advertise Camogie again. Like Moon Coyne were an excellent team. We battled to the very end, and the, the championship up along with was great. The girls were just very good, and and look, you can and you be as you can put in all the effort and. A ball might go right on a day, like okay, down to can down to a, a last ditch free for us in the county final, and we could have been back. We could have been back in to meet again next year, and, and that's hard mentally to regroup that again. But you have to do it, and the girls done it from the year before. So look at the show's great character in them, and they're a young team, like so it's great. Just, hopefully, we can stay up seeing it next year and, and build on that, you know. Character certainly comes in abundance with this group of players. I mean, you look where you were at the start of the year; there was no manager in place. Uh, 
Emma Cavanaugh was after taking the team there for a couple of sessions. You then get a manager in place just before championship starts. The management then goes away and you're left in limbo again and yourself and Nicky and a couple more stepped into the breach and, you know, got to them to the county final, won the county final. So when you look at the adversity that has been with the club from the start of the year, like it really has been truly remarkable and that's all down to the character, as you said, of those players to keep going, keep battling away and they've got their just reward at the end of the day. They did, look, yeah, and uh, obviously you walk into the dressing room below in Munkine and, and the excitement in it and you walk into the dressing room great the manner the other day there's, there's a fair contrast but like, like we said to him, look, hey, of course we wanted to keep going but ultimately now when you, when you look back on, on the year as a whole what you set out to do they achieved it and they'll, they'll be massively proud of that and, and hopefully use it as a good experience to drive on for next year Well they certainly will drive on and it's been a proven fact that the teams coming up from the intermediate grade has done well at senior level you look at uh, Barrow Rangers this year they were in the quarter finals did they get to the semi-finals on you? Um, can you remember I, my mind has gone blank of so many matches Barrow Rangers yeah got to the semi-finals yeah um, so I mean the the teams is there Mort I mean you know the, you have very good players you have a, a great mix of experience you have youth players coming up as well so I don't think you're going to have to worry about staying senior next year now to be <laughs> no, fair no look yeah and look, look, look underage is going pretty good in the club at the moment too there's very good numbers and there's a lot of work team put in with them so you'd be hoping but that's what you want to be playing like, that's, it, it is, it is, uh, it is great in fairness yeah the only thing you want is a couple of canoes down there that at least you could have a couple of home matches because <laughs> the the weather really hasn't been kind to you at all at all down there. No, look, the, the, but look again, massive thanks to Greg uh, to get a pitch so close to home. It was great and and going and and it uh, look the, unfortunately the, the, it wasn't the result we wanted. We'd be nice to head up to to netwatch Colin Park now until we sign. But look, it's, uh, it's been a good year. We won't we won't we won't complain over um at the end of the day the the the, the Leinster would have been the icing on the cake, but the county final was well, I think we'll, we'll look back over again before the winter's out and, and enjoy it, I think. Yeah, I, I, I certainly will. Listen, from our point of view here on Come On Coins, because we're actually sitting down even to do the team of the year, we it was started here earlier on, even trying to, to whittle it down and pick girls. I mean, you, you could nearly pick all the raw girls out of it from 1 to 15, like they've been that good. Um, but from our point of view, to yourself and to Nikki in particular as well, thank you so much for your time for giving to us, doing the interviews here on Come On Coins. We really, really do appreciate it because without your input and your help like we can't do what we're doing either so thank you so much for that well done to yourself and the management team the Roar girls in particular as well and we look forward to following your progress at senior level next year which won't be for long coming around when you look at it the the season oh. will be starting but um, and look commiserations to Cav as well because we know she's been a great servant to Kilkenny Camogie um, and she's a brilliant servant to the Roar Nistique still as well and we wish her a speedy recovery um, from that injury over the weekend but Martin Galvin manager of the Roar Nistique thank you so much and enjoy your break Thanks Martin thanks Anya thanks very much thank Pleasure good man yourself thank you turning myself off there now on that one that was Martin Galvin having a chat to us there from Innistig the Roar Innistig manager of course and lovely fella have to say himself and Nicky Kenny great guys always willing to come on and have a chat with us and you know most of the management are to be fair to them and we we do like that but just unfortunately for the Roar wasn't to be yeah definitely and I think when you were kind of like the pitch obviously in Greg Namana held up really, really well and, you know, fair play to Greg Namana for allowing Ornestig and the use of their field as well. Like it's I suppose when you're getting home venue it is it's it's disappointing that you can't play in your on your own field, but they're very lucky that they do have the neighbours um in Greg Namana that allowed them to use that and to be fair the pitch considering the the rain that's after fall and that that pitch has held up really well. Um but just looking back on the game you would have to say that probably the extra time in the county final and extra time then in the Leinster quarter final probably went against Rornish Teak at, at, the, at the weekend. You could see the last 15 minutes in particular when they needed a bit of a, a push or a bit of a lift. They just, you know, they're big players. Just You could see that they were tired and they were just, it, the exhaustion was hitting them and the Ground legs were getting heavy. heavy the legs and, were heavy, yeah. You know, like, and you know, you'd, your heart would have to go out for them because they literally, they thrown themselves at it for 45 minutes and you know, at 15 minutes ago, that was anybody's game. 
Um, you know, it was just a, a tough slog for them. Um, I thought Anya Gannon was excellent at centre back. I also thought Ellen Murphy was very, very good as well. Um, you know, Korea Langton tried really hard. Quiva Kermarta tried hard as well. Obviously, Emma Kavanagh going off was probably the pin that deflated the balloon, really. Yeah. <laughs> or the, you know, it was it was a tough one to take. But then, like you know, for any other team, that would be a hard one, seeing your number one goalie going off, probably one of the, the best goalies in Kilkenny, you know, throughout the, the last number of years. But then when you have a stalwart of Katrina Ryan to step up and stand in there, it's kind of, you know, it gives you, it gives you a, a massive boost of confidence in it. And in fairness, I don't think whether Cav was on the goal or whether Katrina yeah. Ryan was on the goal, it there was no stopping the, uh, the O'Moore's goal that they got either, like it was just a bullet. Yeah, it was. Like they were just, do you know what? They had that little bit of freshness about them when it came to the latter stage of the match. And listen, they had the quarter final the week previous as well, but they won it in a lot easier style than... Um, than we'll say Rornishteeg did but you know what fair play to Rornishteeg they've had a really really brilliant year they came back they claimed the intermediate title they've won they won the Leinster quarter final they're going to slot nicely into senior grade I think next year um, and I think that if they can bring that boost and that momentum with them they're not going to fear anybody and they're probably a team that a lot of people are probably going to underestimate for the simple reason that they are just after coming up and I think that could be a very dangerous and, and cautious thing for any team to do next year at senior level. Omar's manager Darren McGill of course part of the Kilkenny uh, senior team a few years ago as well he was in with them as a coach slash selector type person did not know that didn't you no did and not know if that if I'm not mistaken it was the time that Finton and James and Liz had them back those years ago I'm nearly 100% sure but yeah he was definitely oh. definitely involved with him at some stage uh, I don't know what the years exactly but it was around that period she must have been 14 and 15 yeah I, I, I can't remember the exact dates but yeah he was he was um, I'm not saying he was the S&C uh, guy that was in actually, with him actually now that you've refreshed my memory I think you're right yeah no he was yeah no he was definitely I, I'm almost certain it was that um, it had to be with the, the boys like that that management team because um, it wasn't with the the Dublin lads like the time so I don't think I'm not I'm not 100% sure but he was definitely part of the, the senior setup anyway yeah. for a while but look oh, Moore's very good team we'll talk about them next week when we're coming up to the final against Nafina um, as well unfortunately for the road the other semi-final then unfortunately for Michel mm-hmm. as well up against Nafina that we're talking about um, Meath team we were in Great Namana on Saturday and it was even said like that, you know, Nafina are a very, very good team. Moisha mm. um, could struggle a little bit against them. Yeah. That was the, the word was on the street and unfortunately for Moisha, even having home advantage, they couldn't mm. replicate last year and try and get to the final either. Disappointing for themselves. Yeah. But like as you say, 24 titles in a row, you know, fantastic achievement in mm-hmm. itself. Yeah, huge. Disappointment huge though for them. And they will be disappointed today. Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, for a club that has such a, a massive history in Camogie and they've won so many county titles, you know that they're eyeing the next the, the next cup up. And for them, the next cup up is is the Leinster Championship and I think they will be disappointed with that to be honest with you I'm kind of shocked that they that they did lose it I, I really thought that well, I actually thought it would be a Kilkenny Carlo Leinster final that we will be looking at if I'm honest um, but yeah disappointing for both Michel and for uh, Roran Stieg but you know Michel will have another another bite at next, next year if they win a 25th Carlo senior title Yeah there's lots of teams that's coming near mm. to them um, yeah. you know the, the dominance won't be there forever there's lots of uh, teams Teams trying to take them off their perch, and you never know. It's it's always nice to see people, but yeah, especially if, though they'll be disappointed because having the home venue, venue I yeah. suppose you could say in Carlo, mm-hmm. and having the finals there would have been uh, fantastic. Like for the Just imagine the, the crowds like that would have been acid. Yeah, you know, if you like a Leinster final in your home in your home ground, and then like you know having in Carlo, you're going to have the whole of Carlo Camogie, and everybody around Carlo will be obviously there to support you. Like it's a great occasion. Yeah, well, I don't know the the full details of it. I hope Linda doesn't mind me saying this. She probably won't. But I mean, there was well over three hundred people like was uh, in attendance at the match in Grey Namana. The same yesterday, which we're going to talk about Dixborough and that mm-hmm. like the crowds was huge out in Palmerstown as well yesterday. But um, look, it's unfortunate for Michel. They have a lot of good players um, that's there they're obviously missing a few players as well um, uh, the girl of the Nolans say it for me she retired Kate? no, no. start of the year 
and I know Linda said it to me and that my short term memory is gone to the pot lately I cannot think um, of who it is I think that's it Breach yeah. Nolan yeah huge loss for him mm. Huge loss, like, but still, and look. Two girls have gone travelling to Australia as well, haven't they? Uh, they could have a few, yeah. Yeah, um, I think there's two girls gone travelling to Australia, two of their good players since um, the county final. Mm-hmm. No, look, it is disappointment for them. Um, we were really hoping that it could be a Kilkenny and Carlo uh, final like last year because yeah. the, the Michael James Stevens match like was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. The atmosphere and all last year, which it was, it was great, but. Unfortunately not. We'll we'll preview O'Moore's and Nafina next weekend um, to see how that's going. Talking about previewing, um, I actually had contact from somebody on the third level CCAO Instagram account today uh, and asked them would they come on. They're the meeting this evening. Yeah. I can't say who was actually doing it because I didn't ask the name of the person, but they are going to come on next week because the semi-finals for the league section is coming up shortly with the CCAO so we will be getting details of that as well which is great because you know we would like to hear about these things mm-hmm. and as we always say we're open to everybody if you have anything Camogie related we would love to hear from you please do get in contact with us because as I said earlier on on the sports show inside you're the listeners we're the facilitators we can only do what you want and what would like to be heard and we can research and do whatever we have to do but um, yeah talking about research I had an interview with Ivan Quillen earlier on as well as part of my sports show um, on the Monday evening 6 to 7 I'm going to get a wild little plug in for that as well it's called Full Time and she has a new book coming out as well and the book is fabulous and it involves an awful lot of camogie players as well and it is a brilliant production and the book is called The Great Irish Book of Gaelic Games and she'll actually be in Kilkenny this Thursday coming as well for people but it is it, the, it's fabulous the, uh, it's, it's unbelievable the, the illustrations, the illustrations are is stunning. brilliant and as she said herself she wanted to make sure there was lots of female representation in the book both with adults with young players themselves etc so I have to give you and I hate plugging people but Ivan's book is brilliant um, and I'm certainly going to plug that for one so yeah well done to Ivan and we wish her the very best of luck I think it's not that dear either I know I bought it on pre, pre-order but I think it's Oh, I don't know. You'll, 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 yeah, you'll, fi- you'll find anyway. them in the shops anyway, depending on different places and that. But it is well worth it, and it's a, a brilliant production. So we wish Ivan the very best of luck with it. Someone else we're going to wish the very best of luck with is obviously Dixborough because they are in the Leinster final, a battle and a half against St Martins of Wexford. Yesterday, it was in Parmerstown with huge crowds going in. I mean, I know I was scanning tickets on the gate for a long time along with a lot of people and they were parking out on the the road, they were parking out at the mill. I mean, Kilkenny Wexford always bring a big crowd, but... Yeah, it's huge yesterday. It huge. was. Yeah, now, Fair play we, to the lads in the borough that did an excellent job stewarding yeah. and parking. Yeah. Before the lads in the borough get going, now we have to do something here because you were going to do it earlier on, but here oh, we go anyway. Yes, yes. Last week, and I didn't, and I, I, I'm i going into Leinster next year and I didn't even and know the rule fully. This, no, so I, I can't be faulted for having no, wrong but information. I did think the same as you, that the longest established uh, club was going to have to change their jerseys, whereas in fact... At intercounty level, that information was wrong. Both teams have to change, have and to I did not know that. County, yeah, yeah, interesting. And there are talks of them trying to get the club rule changed as well. It's actually the longest in club. It's the longest established club keeps their jersey, but in in intercounty, both clubs have to change. Yeah, I think it's nearly nicer to have both teams change. Like, I mean, both mm. both sets of jerseys at the weekend were were different. I mean, St. Martin's wore a white strip. There was yeah. still a bit of maroon in it on the sleeves and the skirts. I mean, Dixborough wore their all navy. There was still a bit of maroon, maroon in, in it, it as yeah. well. So you know, it's it was different, but it was still it's nice to have um, both teams change. And I think rather than having somebody within the the same jersey and yeah, that but anyway it's not something happens too often to no. be fair so mm. no but anyway that's to clear up the misinformation we you know yes. we, we did get it wrong we do try to keep our information on we point. do get an odd little bit we wrong we do get an odd little bit <laughs> wrong Mrs Producer you know yes we're not infallible no yeah. <laughs> and then some of us know absolutely nothing about either Hurling or Camogie anyway so like you know, I'm not going. Da- I'm not going down that route with you now because our service in the stitch is laughing here why wouldn't she be Dixborough won anyway uh, <laughs> 110 to 8 points brilliant victory Jenny Clifford's goal proved decisive two minutes mm-hmm. into the second half. Mm-hmm. Six points apiece at half time. Dixborough not scoring from play. 
that was the biggest that was the biggest talking point I suppose of the half they were playing well they just mm-hmm. weren't scoring from play they were um, it was certainly a game where free taking was going to prove pivotal yesterday um, and you know I suppose Kira O'Connor and Aoife Prendergast gave in um, an exhibition in free taking you know Aoife had 8 points all from frees she had 10 frees in total one of them she drove wide and another one she actually hit a short pass um, but Unfortunately, it wasn't the easiest day for free takers. It wasn't because there was a nasty no. breeze. And yeah. there was a few nasty showers fell in it as well. Yeah, oh, there was, but you could just see like it was one of those games where I feel like I'm repeating myself now. Every opportunity counted, and you yes. had to take every opportunity you got because you wouldn't have got a second no, chance but there they yesterday. do this, this is the time of the year yeah. like I mean we're, we haven't dry ground we haven't a dry mm-hmm. ball I mean it's going to be sticky it's going to be tough it's going to be a slog and you said it whoever gets in and wins the dirty ball yeah. and mucks about and you know gets the pass out and the better work rate has been done that's how you're going to win club championships at this time of the year yeah. and Dixborough did that well I pull it to you like this Dixborough had 12 scoring opportunities 12 we'll say um, you know they had sco- yeah, 12 scoring opportunities they scored 11 of them that's nothing wrong with that that's how much like you literally had to take every opportunity they had one wide yeah that's economical like I mean where would you ever you see a, a one wide in a yeah. match no like crazy uh, St Martin's on the other side they had nine nine wides um, and some of those were scorable it's very scorable they had four from freeze uh, Kira O'Connor missed three Sarah O'Connor missed one um, but you know Dixborough scoring only one two from play going in against um, St Vincent's that's going to be they're going yeah. to have to knuckle up now the weather at times certainly paid an awful lot I think into that game it was raining it was windy it's sunny like you just you couldn't keep up with it and I suppose you're dead right Lillian it was a hard day for free taking in particular like you could see even when especially like you're watching Eve Prendergast she took her time she studied it well mm. she measured up exactly what she had to do like I think she knew herself every opportunity is going to count here and you have to be able to convert every opportunity like it, was, it was a peculiar wind I was watching the three flags on the wall at the back mm and they were blowing the length of the pitch yeah. from the country end to the town end. Yeah. But yet the pitch flags were all over the place. They didn't know what way the breeze was yeah. going. It was like as if it was... Yeah, but the breeze then did change it and it came change, over towards yeah. our side, where we were standing on the sideline, came over more towards Blew us from the us, second yeah, half. So yeah, so it was an awkward breeze now yesterday. Yeah. But the, the rain showers in it were, and they fell, were horrific as well. But anyway, it we was, got there. Yeah, no, it was the a great thing victory about, for and you, you were talking about the, the scoring from playing that. Mm. Apart from the last real effort that Kirsty Mara pulled off an exceptional save. Yeah. St. Martins really didn't threaten the Dixborough no. goal. The backs were solid. Yeah, but they didn't look like they were going to threaten it at any time. No. They really didn't. I mean, and Katie I Byrne was expecting was more from St. Martins, yeah. if I'm going to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I was expecting a But then did Dixborough not leave them play? <clears throat> they didn't even play, but also, and this, like, listen, this is no, I, I'm not taking anything away from the Dixborough. Oh, no, I know that, yeah. Uh, Chloe Fox going off injured in the first half for St. Martins that was a huge loss for St. Martins it was but mm. she wasn't getting a hell of a lot of change either no. from the Dixborough backs no, like she wasn't. Katie Byrne was playing exceptionally yeah. well cornerback um, Kira Phelan was playing very well mm. Nee Phelan was good she was in it um, was uh, Kira O'Shea in there for a time and then they moved her out onto Kira O'Connor Kira O'Connor for the duration of that game Um and they they had a they did a serious tussle there. They did. I mean, Avo Gorman played very very well midfield. Quiva Dowlin. Yeah. You mentioned it earlier on on the show inside. Like she had a very very good game. Mm. Um, Avo Gorman did the an only awful lot of running. Correct. The only thing I would have fought with in Dixborough is St Martin's played a sweeper at times, and Dixborough poked the ball a lot down sweeper. on top of yeah. the sweeper. I think they probably just I think they misjudged the wins 
I Maybe. think it's, it's not like, a criticism you, you either see, of yeah, it yeah no mm. you could see what they were trying to do they were trying to leave space and like at one stage like Aoife would go out and like her player would run out after and then you were leaving space inside them for Jenny um, for Jenny Clifford and for um, Orla Hanrick and you could see what they were trying to do like Jenny had serious pace in her and she had the beatings of Katie O'Connor every time the first two or three balls that came in they came straight down to Jenny she either won a free she either she I think she actually she won two or three two frees anyway but like Sarah O'Connor was, or Katie O'Connor was finding it very hard to get to grasp her because Jenny's so low centre of gravity to the ground like she was creating, yeah, she was chances. creating chances um, and you could see what Dixborough were trying to do they were trying to like get that ball over to her over to her side as much as possible but I think they just misjudged the wind and then like you have to also look at Sarah O'Connor at centre back she's such a towering um, position there um, and like she's such like a player that literally was just like standing up on her tippy toes holding her hurl and like she'd be she'd take down the ball from it and I think they slightly misjudged that as well but I think once to be honest with you I think once Dixburg got that goal once Jenny Clifford took that goal and she took it really really well and fair play to Quiva Dowland that was all down to her she came darting out from the, the centre back position went straight down the went straight down the wing closest to us the hand pass ball that she gave it wasn't a hand pass like a high hand pass to her like you know a normal player would wait to get in here she used her head she actually hand passed the ball low to the ground which allowed Jenny to get in there pluck the ball pluck the and ball. she was gone like she was as she was building momentum she was building pace yep. it was really well done because you could see like if she had it hand passed a high ball over the, the St Martin's player was just going to flick the ball away and very very clever in how she did it and the goal taken really really well it was the it was the one opportunity they had for the goal and, and by god they took it, it. Yeah. yeah well talking about the goal scorer herself I caught up with her and Eva Prendergast after the game and here's what the two women had to say to me Jenny Clifford you're into another Leinster final two weeks time against St Vincent's probably of Dublin but your goal early in the second half was crucial to the win here today how do you feel? I yeah, no look we're delighted Martin um, coming down there today we knew it was going to be a tough battle and the first half was a tough battle it was tit for tat and it was nice to come out and get the goal and kind of push on from there it really it really made us push on and look I was delighted to get to be on on the end of that <laughs> Well you can hear the excitement going past here behind us what was said at half time because when you were going in it was level at half time I suppose from your own point of view you didn't score from play in the first half was that a little bit worrying at half time for you? No to be honest with you we were actually delighted coming in at half time we, ha- we hadn't heard um, we were a draw game and we had the wind against with us, sorry in the second half so look we were we were delighted to be coming in at half time a draw game and we knew it was going to have to be a, a battle of a second half and look we, we faced the battle and we're delighted to be coming out at the end of the into a Leinster, sem- a Leinster final Any day you come up again a Wexford team it's tough you know that yourself from the last day that you played Wexford above and Nolan Park as well Keir O'Connor in particular that yeah. day done damage you seem to nullify her though today and Chloe Fox in the forward you got your matchups well yeah, look, uh, in fairness to management, they, they've done their homework really well and the matches were very good today. Um, and yeah, look, we're delighted to just be coming out at the end of it into a Leinster final. Looking forward to it. Yeah, exactly. Why wouldn't you be? Eva <laughs> Prendergast, I suppose, for yourself as well. You were there a couple of months ago when you played Wexford. You knew what a Wexford team was going to be like. It was always going to be tough, tough battle here today. But the home support crowd for yourselves really drove you on and really got you over the line. Yeah, no, that's it. Uh, St Martin's are a great team. They're a well-balanced team. They're actually kind of similar to ourselves. Um, so we give them great credit for that. Uh, we really had to battle here today to put it up to them and come out with a win. Um, yeah, we're so grateful for the support uh, that we get from the Camogie Club. And we just hope that the whole club will get behind us now in the Leinster final because we need all the support we can get. In all of the weather that we're after having over the last number of weeks, the pitch here I'm standing on it with you at the minute it's unbelievable the condition of it it really helps you and it proved to be an exciting game here albeit maybe a little bit too close for you near the end Yeah no that's it uh, we had the few of the teachers there had the week off we were coming out expecting it every day uh, Jimmy and the lads have, have done uh, great work on it and credit to the club everyone has stayed off it no one has trained on it and we're very grateful for that because um, it did get us over the line today and to be playing on a good pitch this time of year is just it makes it all the better For the community here in Dixborough as well to get a team into a final and a Leinster final you were there a couple of years ago against Dowler at the Ballot you know what it's like you're playing in Carlow this time lovely surface up there as well 
another huge support I'd say is going to follow you in two weeks time yeah I, I actually that's the first I heard that we're playing in Carlo but that's great I was actually watching a football match on it there last night and it seems to be in great condition so that's good to hear um, yeah no we need a, a huge support now behind us uh, going to Carlo and we hope that not, we don't only get the club to support us but the county um, just like we play with a lot of the, the other club girls as well and we hope that everyone can get behind us and hopefully we can get over the line in Leinster final but we'll need all the support we can get to drive us through that Jenny is still here beside us as well yeah. both you play with the county great camaraderie in there as well you won the Leinster final this year but there's something special going to a Leinster final with your club with the players that you grew up with playing with them all year round how special is it going to be? Yeah look I always say it uh, Dixborough is where I started playing camogie and it's definitely where I'm going to end playing play, my career playing camogie and um, look county is brilliant I'm, I'm honoured to play with my county but everything comes back to club and huge focus on club now we're not even thinking about county so um, yeah we want to give everything to our club and hopefully come over come out with a Leinster title and there's great character there in that team because right from the word go we see Kirsty save there towards the end as well the backs the midfields the forward everyone was working well for one another the spirits in that team seems to be great and there seems to be a great bond between you all as well yeah it's unbelievable we're like a, a family here we're a pack of sisters so we are and then we have our management behind us as well so no it's great we're a well balanced team um, when people are trying to get their matches matchups I'd say they don't they don't even bother with our team because uh, I know there's a few county players but they don't stand out with our club team it's it's well balanced and we all have to drive through County or county final says I <laughs> Leinster final in two weeks time yeah looking forward to it now hopefully we can drive it on Eve Prendergast Jenny Clifford well done today great victory Thank and best you. luck in two weeks time Thank thanks Martin that's going to be a new word in the English dictionary a pack of sisters <laughs> unreal well another person that we managed to catch up well when I say we I managed to catch up with because Anya ran away she, she, she ran away she, uh, I don't know she doesn't like doing interviews why don't you like doing interviews <laughs> I do yeah I love it <laughs> I absolutely love <laughs> it says she yeah with her smile on her face there I managed to catch up with Donald Carroll right after the full time whistle as well ever before the warm down was even done and Donald was a very happy man here's what he had to say Donald Carroll manager of Dixborough congratulations you're through to the Leinster final tough slog here but you ground out the victory you must be so proud of these group of girls oh no it was it was great it was tough conditions and they did very well we were delighted to be level at half time and then in the second half they just got their nose in front and they stuck to it and were very very good there was lots of twos and fro's in the first half you went in at half time level six points apiece but you really started the second half very well that goal coming two minutes into the second half was really a critical score for yourselves Ah it was no it was a, it was a life saver really like Jenny did a great run down the end line I don't know what kind of an angle she had but she managed to find the back of the net with it it was, it was a great shot we got our nose in front then and then they just just ground out went through them, got through the game got through the game and just delighted with to have five points in front at the end You've been in this position before Donald a couple of years ago against Owler the Ball of Wexford you've beaten the Wexford team in the semi-final this time it's looking like it could be St Vincent's in the final not too far to travel up to Neshwatch Cullen Park two weeks time now great for the parish I know it is like we're delighted like we said to him previously even going back to the Piltown game semi-finals are only for winning that's all they are so we got over this one now we'll lick our wounds for a, a, a bit there's a few knocks after that very heavy match like Wexford are county champions or the Martins are county champions all the same it's going to be hard enough to beat them if a couple of knocks we'll get those sorted out we'll come back again at the weekend and have a look at the next match you got your matchups perfect there today Kiro O'Connor was playing very well in the middle of the field but he seemed to nullify the threat of Chloe Fox in particular up in the forward line and Kiro was mostly getting frees as well from your own point of view were you a little bit worried in the first half that it was only frees you were scoring we were we didn't score at all and they didn't score at all at, uh, from playing in the first half but we got to interest him at half time and told him not to panic you know stay doing what they're doing it's been working for him all year there was no need to change the way that they're playing there's no need to panic just trust themselves and in fairness to the girls they did and got the result you're in the final now ah yes that's what, that's what finals are for that's what semi-finals are for just to get him get over him so we're delighted with that thanks very much congratulations and best luck thanks a lot right that was Donald Carroll there having a chat to us after the match as well and a happy <laughs> man he is and if all going well, we might be coming live from Dixborough next week with a special preview show, a bit like we done last year for James Stevens and Michael. It would be great to get out to the Dixborough Club out in Palmerstown and do a special show next weekend for a preview coming up for the senior final between <coughs> Dixborough 
and St Vincent's of Dublin we know what St Vincent's are like we saw them play against uh, Thomastown last, last year, year yeah. in They're Dublin and they are very very good they were trained by Taggy Fogarty last year don't think Taggy's with, with them this year, year. no but still no, they Graham are Graham Dillon is with them who? Graham Dillon why do I know that name? because Graham he was part of our management squad. team oh, going back yes, a few years was, ago yeah, yeah. yeah yeah, he's with them there so yeah ah, you see the full circle comes around always always um, but the best look to Dixborough um, and everybody else and fair play to Linda Kenny I mean, you know, it's not easy to get grounds at this time of the year. I know she's listening in and she was in the borough yesterday as well. And Linda does great work. We have to plug her because she does, in fairness. Um, it is Leinster's gig and it is going to be a brilliant uh, festival of camogie, I think. So doubleheader in Netwatch Colin Park. It'll always be Dr. Colin Park to me. I can't, I can't get used that. to the Netwatch. But um, yeah, so Netwatch Colin Park, fortnight's time. Um, Sunday week which is the 18th or 19th is 19th. It? 19th 19th we're looking forward to mm-hmm. it so keep an eye on the socials our come on kind socials because we'll let you know if we are in Dixborough next week uh, for the live broadcast we had a gaggle of people in here earlier on there was over 10 inside in the studio here trying to pick the team of the year and whittle down yeah, nominations. Wasn't it, it, was. it was. I was looking in at you to be fair because I mean you had to start a bit earlier because lads couldn't come later on and we don't do these things live obviously. We will be announcing the nominees live at some stage. But Anya, Anya, I saw the list. Anya, how are we going to whittle it down at all at all? Oh, it's going to be tough. It's going to be very, very tough. There's an awful lot of names after coming in. There's an awful lot. Sorry, I, I would. There's not an awful lot of repeat names after coming in, which just shows that there has been like a vast amount of players standing up in the championship this year. Really good to see um, a lot of club players' names coming in as well. We were talking about this though recently as well, and even though and. Was it on you or Aoife even alluded to it? The county players don't always shine when it comes to club games. Mm. And it's true because there is an awful lot of club players that's shining better at the minute. And we can see that from the nominations. But even in the last few years, Martin, there haven't been that many county players have made the teams of the year. No, to be fair, but the, a lot of uh, there's a lot of good club players out there, and yeah. this is I, I think that's it. Like there's some really, really good club players, and this is why we yeah. set up the team of the year originally because it is getting the club player a bit of recognition for what they do, and it may be just something small this year. We were hoping to have something big, unfortunately mm. not the case. But we can announce that the Come On Kind team of the year for 2023 will take place in the home of the senior champions out in Dixborough, Palmerstown, it is to be precise, the Dixborough GAA Club on Friday the 1st of December at half past seven starting. There will be food available for all our nominees because they will be getting an invitation. Um, it will be invitation only because we have so many nominees yeah. um, and unfortunately there is restricted numbers um, in Dixborough. So uh, we will do our best to get people out there to be able to see it and view it. But yes, there will be uh, some food available for the nominees and the partners or whoever is coming um, will be kicking off then at half past seven it may be getting streamed live at the minute that's in negotiations but we will check that one out one way or another we will be there and we will be (laughs) announcing this year's 45 best camogie players in Kilkenny Oh yeah, I was like no, you were, look, you were looking we at me there now, so you were. We have ninety-three nominations. We have to have ninety-three nominations for forty-five. Forty-five right. best right. players, I like that three fifteens, and I going to school yeah. anyway, and I went the odd day was forty-five. Plus, we yeah. have the top scores in each grade, and we have the player. The of top the scores. The top scores is already sorted out because yeah. we know who they are going to be. We're not going to announce them yet. We will do when we're announcing the nominees is but this year again we will be requiring your help because with the help of KCLR here we will be putting up our nominees for the player of the year and your vote will be part of the selection committee like last year as well to see how many votes you can get and the top listener out there on social media will also get a vote to go forward and it was very very interesting last year because 
the vote from the listeners helped hmm. one of the players win. Yeah. Sure did. So it's very, very important. Anyway, we will let you know nearer the time, but Anya, it is becoming very, very, very increasingly difficult to try and pick it out. Talking about All-Stars. Yes. The All-Star Awards were held last Saturday evening in Dublin. Mm -hmm. We have to congratulate our neighbours down the road in Waterford because Beth Carton got the Players' Player of the Year and look at herself (laughs) grinning with pride over across the room for us. Yes, you did. I don't often pick... Uh, you did say right, it. But I did say Beth Carton would get the Players Player of the Year. In fairness, you did. Um, I think the fact that it's picked by the players themselves is yeah, uh, definitely... Special. Yeah, it is special. And you know then that you're the top player within the eyes of your peers as well, which is nice. And congratulations to Beth. Congratulations to all of the Waterford recipients as well, our neighbours down the road. Mm-hmm. There was three in total. Uh, Vicky, Lorraine and Beth got one, obviously, as well. So, um, good to see Vicky getting one even though she had to go off 90 seconds into the All-Ireland final pity for herself but mm-hmm. reward as well for us um, Lorraine Bray exceptional in the middle of the field I think we did pick uh, Lorraine ourselves yeah. to yeah. do it she and we did say that Beth was yeah. going to do it I was a bit disappointed they probably didn't get one or two more maybe but then when you look at it Cork got eight yeah. Waterford got three mm. Tipperary got two two yeah Galway only got one which yeah. a lot of people weren't very happy about that at all at all we got one as well Denise Gall getting yeah. her seventh All-Star award six in a row wow some achievement six mm. All-Stars in a row unbelievable um, so well done to Denise on that one well done to all of our nominees because obviously Grace and Claire were just pipped at the post as well but um, it was uh, it, it seemed to be a great spectacle above in uh, the Crow Park Stadium over the weekend um, but yeah well done to Denise and to all of the award winners in the All-Stars and we can announce that the senior All-Stars is Amy Lee on goal yep. don't know did we pick that one did we pick the goalkeeper yeah we did we did yeah I think we did Vicky Wall of Waterford was number two Lippy Coppinger of Cork was number three and Roisin Black of Galway was number four I don't think we picked Roisin on no, our team. No, no. I think we did pick Libby as herself yeah. and Grace were going to have a, a tight struggle that was in there. I think we actually thought that they might put Grace into cornerback. Yeah. Yes. Or, yeah. Well, when you look at the half back line, they've certainly done that because Karen Kendi is mm. wing back, Laura Tracy, full back, and Maeve Cahalan is on the other wing. And Karen Kendi played nowhere, only centre back all year. Mm. Um, but that is the half back line. Searsha McCarthy and Lorraine Bray in the middle of the field. I suppose you couldn't really argue with that pairing, to be fair. Yeah. No, I don't no. think there was anyone going to do that. No. Hannah Looney, Beth Carton, and Denise Gall on the half forward line. Don't think anyone can really have much complaints about that one either. We kind of did pick that, although. You were nodding your head. Yeah, well, go on. Who would you put in extra? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You were contemplating something there when I was calling out the names. Yeah. Anyway, in the full forward line, it was... Actually, that was it. Roisin yeah. Howard from uh, from Tipperary. I thought she was a bit of a, a shock omission from it, if, if I'm being completely honest. I did think, now I... Uh, I'm not going to say who obviously I think who it shouldn't have been but Well in there a small bit closer to that microphone I, I do like. think I do think she was a, I do think she was a shock omission Yeah Well she look There were several years that we thought players from Kilkenny yeah. should have been there as well and they're not and did, did you we, we know that it is mm. a tough job oh, we're it's tra- a horrible we're, job we're, we're trying to do it ourselves we're, yeah. we're not going to give out about anyone Amy O'Connor of Cork Katrina Mackey of Cork and Coates Devan Tipperary uh, completing the 15 senior players of the PwC All-Stars for 2023. It's hard to believe the league will be already starting in a couple of weeks' time. Like it's crazy. Like we're literally only, what, 12 weeks to the end of January. And then we'll Ah, be, stop. Yeah, sorry. That depresses me altogether yeah. now even more. It's 49 days to the big C. <laughs> ah, Jesus. I hear... I didn't need to well, know you that. Well, you opened now. you I, opened the conversation. I didn't. I said it would be coming that close, but mother of God, well, when I'm you look at it, I'm just telling you how close it is coming. 
So we can have 48 days rest before we have to kick it all off again. Yes, yes. exactly. And exactly. will the peaches be dried out by the start of it? Ah, Jesus, if this rain don't stop, I tell you one thing, there'll be water polo. They may invent yeah. water polo instead of camogie or doesn't something. It beg to, doesn't it actually beg to ask the question now, are pitches better off just getting in full-size Astros from here on out? Like, Well, actually, know, I, I've said... club's going to actually have to invest in it. Well, they, they have, a lot of people, but I've actually said this to Linda as well on several occasions and not because... We are probably the biggest province. Yeah. Um, in the country at the minute but like when you look at the dome yeah. that's over in Connacht and they're able to play indoor matches in it it begs the question like does a dome definitely regionally needed yeah. potentially within two to three counties that they are able to play matches mm. in it because the way yeah. pitches are going like you look at the Innistique five foot of water in yeah. Innistique it's next to the river anywhere like that Thomastown is the same if that flooded as probably, well that's like that probably for three weeks yeah. to a month now yeah. Yeah. you know it, it, and there, there's no letting up on the rain at the minute no. like uh, we're listening out of the window here and it is pelting off it currently outside as well the water is saturated the ground is saturated um, so although I did read somewhere over the weekend where there is a couple of astros that are flooded as well they have to be redone so. well, actually where was there a match the weekend was it in Carlo IT or someone they were telling me that they were playing a, a match in at the weekend or some team went a club team went to play a match in it and the rain was so bad that the water was actually landing and staying on the AstroTurf yeah. even now give it 20 minutes the water was abated it was gone it, it was after but soaking sure, away but sure wasn't there a match one of those foreign games played last week and they had to course the Ireland soccer Ireland team was playing yeah Albania. that's what I was just going like I'm sorry I know how that was now, left go ahead in the first if place that was men they wouldn't have no, been allowed on the field for five minutes no. the referee would have went out yeah. he'd have rolled yeah. the ball but the like, ball would have stuck and that would have been it it was terrible there was at one stage like they had a clip of it I don't know whatever whatever social media outlet was on but like they were trying to kick the ball and it was literally just like going from here to like I'd say if it went 30 centimetres it was like watching a shower of kids yeah, over just, a water pump no. but like how they, but how they allowed it to go on for that long it was kind of like are you because it was a, a women's game and the women don't complain enough? Yeah, I know that's uh, that. No, either way, it, it, it should scandalous. never have been left to head. No You'd have to wonder where health and safety uh, kicked in. Mm. I don't know. Or anyway, that it, it, but then they went out and they finished the match. They finished the match. Yeah, yeah. do you know? But yeah, so um, what were we talking about? Oh, weather and domes. Yeah, I think it's certainly maybe an investment is mm-hmm. going to be needed um, if the weather keeps continuing the way it is going. But sure, look, that's further down the line. Domes ain't cheap. No, certainly not. We <laughs> can't have 20 of them popping up in Kilkenny. <laughs> you wouldn't. You're looking at three and a half to four million. Mm, yeah, definitely don't think like, we're going to have anyone like that coming yeah, up. No, whatever about getting government assistance to maybe have one mm. in the, the province or somewhere. Um, well, the province this size, you probably need two. Oh, you probably do cover, need two, yeah. Well, have six counties they, each or something. If they're going to continue with the split season, they're going to have to do something. Well, look, the ever. split season is going to be continuing be because there's nothing we can do about that. Um but look, yeah, but that's we'll what I'm saying. If it's going to continue, they need to be looking at facilities. If you look at uh, people, some are still in pros for it. Some are cons that they don't want it. They want it back to normal. Mm. We won't have that debate now because it'll run on and on and on. And we've only 48 days to the big C. Or the, so that's not long enough for that debate. Is it not? No. No. I don't think it is. Well, maybe you could write your letter and it might just miraculously appear. <laughs> are you goodbye this year? No. Well... How could, it be, then, how could it be a good boy and we're getting in trouble for even voicing oh, yeah, opinions and actually I was good you got me into trouble don't blame me at all at all you're well able to get yourself in trouble the only person stays out of trouble is poor Linda Kenny she's great anyway Linda if you're listening sorry we're only messing you are great though um, <laughs> and we're looking forward to the Linster finals coming up we can't wait because I'll be there one way or another I, Jesus, when you look at it this time next year, I'll be presenting the cup. Don't follow. Mother of, <laughs> of here. Sorry, I had your microphone off there for a second. Good. <laughs> that's, sca- that's scary. That's yeah. scary. If Andy Quillen was writing, they're starting to write a book this There's year. There's about and 60 days to that event. Ah, here. Jesus, I bet they start ordering the suits. <laughs> or I'll be in real trouble altogether. Anyway, you can tell that it was a very quiet... Uh, Camogie front because we hadn't uh, a lot of matches that was going on. Well, we were busy now. We were we stood on two games. I know over we the did. Weekend. But we were busy. You know there was um, 
there's still a bit of action going on locally as well uh, minor under 16 matches are still going ahead uh, junior C quarterfinals were on at the weekend the junior B semi-final unfortunately was waterlogged off um, so that couldn't take place under 22 is still to start off as well we'll be getting going on that shortly we might be playing games coming up near Christmas but sure who cares it's sport. We love it. And it might be sunny and bright and cheerful and the whole lot better than it has been with the last couple of weeks. Well, actually, we had better days in January when we were doing some of them last January than we had. Mm. At the moment. At the moment, yeah, yeah. That's true. Actually, Linda's after sending me on a very nice text message here now because she's giving me details of the Junior B games that is on the weekend. So, Linda, I hope I'm not jumping the gun here, but I'm assuming that the clubs have been notified about these already. In the Junior B, Arklow Rocks versus Burren Rangers, and that is going to take place in Arklow at half past one on Saturday. Burren Rangers, of course, from Carlo. Nice mm-hmm. to see Carlo involved yeah. in that as well. Um, so well done. Saint, I'm assuming it's Saint Brides um, versus Saint Monas. I hope to God I'm pronouncing that properly. Um, and that's going to be in Knockbridge at half past one. Sunday then is going to be the junior final between Knock and Anna and the Harps of Leash. Barney O'Connor's club above in Leash Barney was down with us of course he's the vice chairman of the Leinster Council he is a harps man and he sure. was in Greg Namana with us not last Saturday the Saturday before um, so yeah Barney we wish you the very best of luck that game is in Kilcormac Kalahi at half past one on Sunday Nakanana is Carlo as well isn't it no no where's Nakanana oh god Nakanana is uh, not it's not Kildare it's not Kildare it's it's somewhere up that direction I've no idea Google it it's either Carlow or Wicklow I'd say it's Wicklow it's definitely not Carlow there's no team in Nakanano anyway but the game is in Kilcormacalahi because the cup for the Leinster Junior final Wicklow is it it's Wicklow yeah Yeah. so Wicklow and uh, Wicklow and Leash in the junior final as I was saying the cup is in memory of the late Ashling. Murphy uh, who everybody knows that the trial is still continuing mm-hmm. at the minute um, and I think it's going to be the first time that the game will be held uh, in Ashling's home club of Kilcormac Kalahi so uh, a poignant moment up there for the, the club and everybody involved in that game um, and I know I'll be there on Sunday as well so we'll be able to have a chat about that next week but for the time being everybody as we always say if you do want to get in contact with us the email is always open come on kind that's c-a-m-a-n-c-a-i-n-t at kclr96fm.com and your email will be looked at and will be discussed if we can and see what we can do and we'd love to hear from you the listener as well please do get in contact with us team of the year will continue now when we go off air to see if we can fight a little bit more um, we hope that nominations will be out within the next two weeks possibly will we yeah. have it done in two weeks yeah, yeah say we so. Um, and keep the first of December free Free. Friday the 1st of December Mm -hmm. for all our nominees out in Dixborough we're going to look forward to it we're going to enjoy the rest of the week we're going to look forward to the Camogie matches that's on this weekend we look forward to the Horrors best of luck to O'Loughlin Gales the weekend Mm -hmm. Um, they're playing Mount Leinster Rangers on Sunday Best of luck to Thomastown That's in and Dr. Cullen Park as well, isn't it? It is. Best of luck to Thomastown and Tullahar Ross Berkham because they are also out in the AIB Leinster Championships at the weekend. So we wish all the boys the very best of luck. And as we say, keep an eye on our socials because if we can get out to Dixborough next week for a live show, a preview show for the Leinster final, we're certainly going to try and put that in place. But for the time being, from myself, Anya and the boss woman here, Mrs. Houlihan in the KCLR studios. It's goodbye from us all That's until next week. <laughs> goodbye. Just say goodbye. Bye. This is Come On Kind with Martin Clotty and Onya Fahmy.